Hey, it's Slowdown producer Micah. What poems have helped you slow down, have made you stop and reflect? We want you to send us your selections for a series of upcoming episodes. Head to slowdownshow.org community to submit, or go to our Instagram at slowdownshow to find out more. Hey, Slowdown listeners. Today's episode is hosted by the poet Shira Ehrlichman. Don't worry. I'll be back on August 28th. I'm Shira Ehrlichman, and this is The Slowdown. In my 20s, traveling through California, I stayed with my friend Danka. Danka is a farmer, a surfer, a generous and easy soul who lent me their couch. One morning, they loaded their truck with surfboards and told me to get in. I had never surfed. In the water, I felt like a guest. Danka bobbed beside me, dispensing advice. Soon they drifted toward a pack of veteran surfers, and I was on my own. I dragged my board deeper into the surf, preparing to hop on and explore. A slick, blue-black head popped out of the water. At first, I thought it was an alien. Then a scuba diver in a jet-black hood. Then a dog. In confused terror, I clumsily tried to hop up on my board. Yet, a spark of sanity gripped my shoulders. It's a sea lion, Shira. You may never get this moment again. When I faced him, his eyes were curious. My fear dissolved into ecstasy. I was the alien. I was on his planet. Yet he was not afraid of me. For a minute or a thousand years, we gazed into each other. Drenched in his innocent gaze, stripped of persona, I was humbled to the bones. In a snap, he ducked back into the abyss and was gone. Stunned, I shouted, Donka! But as they paddled over to me, I lost all language. See, lion, I managed. But it wasn't enough to convey the spiritual slap of having felt somehow more myself and less of a self in the eyes of this sea god. Donka grinned. I know. I see them all the time. Today's poem teaches us that you can't choose your holy moments. The poet, too, is a sudden citizen of bewilderment. When it comes time to express this kinship across species, he finds himself bereft. Very Large Moth by Craig Arnold After D.H.L. Your first thought when the light snaps on and the black wings clatter about the kitchen is a bat. The clear part of your mind considers rabies. The other part does not consider, knows only to startle and cower away from the slap of its wings, though it is soon clearly not a bat, but a moth and harmless. Still, you are shy of it. It clings to the hood of the stove, not black, 
but brown. Its orange eyes sparkle like televisions. Its leg joints are large enough to count. How could you kill it? Where would you hide the body? A creature so solid must have room for a soul. And if this is so, why not in a creature half its size or half its size again and so on, down to the ants? Clearly, it must be saved, caught in a shopping bag and rushed to the front door, afraid to crush it, feeling the plastic rattle loosened into the night air. It batters the porch light, throwing fitful shadows around the landing. That was a really big moth, is all you can say to the doorman, who has watched your whole performance with a smile. The half-compassion and half-horror we feel for the creatures, we want not to hurt and prefer not to touch. The Slowdown is a production of American Public Media in partnership with the Poetry Foundation. This project is also supported in part by the National Endowment for the Arts on the web at arts.gov. To get a poem delivered to you daily, go to slowdownshow.org and sign up for our newsletter and find us on Instagram at slowdownshow. At a time when information continues to come at us faster and faster, Sometimes, you need to hit pause and rewind. NPR's Throughline takes you back in time to the source of the news stories filling your feed. Find NPR's Throughline wherever you get your podcasts.